Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Byteclear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Byteclear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at That's Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hi there. It's Julia Louis-Dreyfus. You may know me from my podcast called Wiser Than Me, where I talk to older women and get their wisdom from the front lines of life. I was amazed by how many people told me our show made them look forward to getting older, which is why I'm here to talk about season two of the show. Sally Field, Billie Jean King, Beverly Johnson, Ina Garten, Bonnie Ray, just to name a few. All hail old women. Wiser Than Me season two is out now from Lemonada Media. If you like what you're hearing, why not try a StephCast subscription? Only $4.95 a month if you buy a year in advance. Go to stephaniemiller.com to find out how. Good morning, sir. Greetings from the Greenwich Village Bureau, friends <laughs> and books. I think it's hilarious that you think Stephanie ever listens to you. That's great. <laughs> she was yesterday, she did yesterday though. Yesterday, yeah. yeah. She oh, did she really? Yeah, yeah she, she did. To uh, wow. let us know that she appreciates everybody's good wishes and that her mom is doing somewhat better and mm-hmm. she was eating and refusing her medication. So. Oh wow, that's <laughs> such a good sign. I'm so glad. It's yeah. a, but it's such a fine line between you know like like caring. And codependent, gripping the wheel too tight, control freak. So right. I'm sure she'll find that line at some point. She but. will. She's known for yeah. that. She's definitely known I, for I remember that. The, the last time I tried filling in for Stephanie Jody from that house, and it was awkward because I had to find out on the uh, – I asked on the air if anybody knew how to fix Crystal, and Stephanie was listening. So it just – it didn't work out well. But. <laughs> Well, Dick Durbin was talking about, Senator Durbin was talking about the Supreme Court pick um, that, that Biden is proposing and and how, you know, out of 115 judges, justices so far, 108 have been white. And how dare they, you know, how dare the, the GOP is like, how dare poor white men not be even thought of to get put on the, the bench now? I mean, I, this is insanity. I think you're being sarcastic. A little, a little. Being- Let's let's look at this. Hang. Let's break these numbers down. One hundred fifteen, eh? Uh-huh. I only went to public school, but but let me break that down. Uh, that means that uh, one hundred eight of them uh-huh. were white men. Mm-hmm. Two of them were African American. Uh, 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 well, no, no. Uh, yes. One hundred eight white men, uh-huh. uh, and then you had uh, two of them were African American men, mm-hmm. and then five were women, mm-hmm. which means ninety four percent of all the Supreme Court justices we have had have been white men, Mm -hmm. which I don't see a problem with because 94% of the American population are white men. So what's the problem? I mean, I I think your math is wrong. I I think your math is wrong. I'm not so sure about that. Are you sure? Are you going to mansplain it for me? (laughs) (laughs) I explained mansplaining to you that one time. I don't think you really got the concept. Yeah. It's okay, Jody. You're good at other things. You're good at other things. Thank you, um, John. I appreciate that. I, I really no, no, but, do. But like we hear Ronald Reagan promising to put a woman on the Supreme Court. Exactly. And, and, and Donald Trump in September of 20, promising to put a woman on the Supreme Court. And then there's Joe Biden promising to put an African-American woman on the Supreme Court. And that will not stand. I haven't been able to figure out what's the difference yet. I'm not really sure what they're upset about. But like... I don't understand the strategy here. We know there'll be enough d- Republicans who care about their place in the history book that they will cross over and vote right. for this very qualified nominee. But the other ones who are going to protest, 
are they somehow afraid of not getting the racist vote this November? (laughs) Are they somehow afraid that the racists are going to go for their local Green Party chapter? I mean, you've got the racist vote sewn up, Republicans. Why this theater? It's just... Playing the greatest hits, it always pleases the fans. Yeah, I mean, even Mitch McConnell's like, "Come on, guys, calm yeah. the f down." Calm the f down. You know, it's it's because it's it's not going to change the balance of the court by any stretch of the imagination. So let's just be nice. Interview the lovely lady, whoever she is, the very smart, lovely lady, and and Lindsey Graham, I think, is going to support anybody at this point, um, which I like. <laughs> um, one of the few things. Well, um, he, he actually know. likes uh, Judge Childs. He knows her. Um, yeah, I know. That's, uh, that's uh, Jim Clyburn's pick, right? Yeah, that's his pick. She'd be amazing because imagine having uh, a non-Ivy League yes. justice on the Supreme Court. But I mean, just imagine, you know, to me, every as historically significant, as morally significant as a black woman would be on the Supreme Court, having a former public defender yes. on the Supreme Court would be just as morally significant for me. I, I'm all for putting more public defenders or any defense attorneys up to a judge position because they have a they understand the flip side to prosecution and 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 they get that and i i think that's important for a jurist to to not just always be a prosecutor um, and, and in fairness to lindsey graham he's still looking for a new alpha guy in prison that he can punk for so <laughs> let's not forget that because yeah. lindsey graham is the perpetual prison punk he has never wavered he has never ever wavered in his commitments whatever someone else is doing whatever will help lindsey is what lindsey believes in uh, when it comes to being spineless, he stands tall. <laughs> yes, he does. You are correct. So we were talking beforehand about um, your friend, Adam Carolla. Oh. Who yeah. chaps my hide. Um, I don't, I'm not a fan. Uh, <laughs> he was on Hannity mm-hmm. the other night, mm-hmm. and he said that people wouldn't care what, quote, beautiful AOC thinks if she was fat and old. Um. Yeah, no. If she were an idiot, it wouldn't matter if she were beautiful. She happens to be very, very smart. And I think that's what bothers him and others about her. It's it's a combo plate of being very pretty and incredibly intelligent. And what he said was just ridiculous. He said, he said obviously, it's hypocritical with AOC because she didn't care about Roseanne getting canceled or Sharon Osbourne or Chris Hansen, excuse me, Chris Harrison. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, it's just when somebody from her side of the aisle gets slapped on the hand, then she wants to show some grace. He's talking about Whoopi Goldberg. Oh, um, okay. and cause she's been suspended. And we were talking about her yesterday regarding her apology on the view with somebody from the anti-defamation league. I think her apology is much more, um, sincere than others in her position has, have been in the past. And so I think her suspension I'm not surprised about it. And I know people are upset that she was. I like that people were upset that the that ABC didn't fire Sharon Osbourne because she wasn't even working for ABC at the time. But they were very right. upset about that. So he's upset, apparently, that that Whoopi Goldberg isn't getting fired. No, I think he's just looking for a liberal to beat up on. Yeah. To be honest with you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think he's just trying to say, hey, hypocrisy over there while ignoring uh, the mountains of hypocrisy on the right wing side. Um, I've known Adam for a very long time. Mm-hmm. Adam has always been very good to me. Nice. And uh, he's good always to know. been very kind to me. Mm-hmm. And I've been on his shows. He's been on my shows. Um, but, you know, this whole thing of uh, it's always sad when you see a classic rocker who can't sell albums and they start chasing the country music audience. Yeah. Right. Uh, it's always sad to see comedians chasing the Fox News audience. Um, I know it's easy pickings, fellas. But, uh, you know, first off, Adam's allowed to say all these things because he is. 
the best looking guy in the world. And uh, because of that, um, and, and so he, I hold my manhood in check. So I will defer to Adam because he is the best looking guy in the world. True. But uh, it doesn't change the fact that AOC is right. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't change the fact that um, it's not censorship. Right. Joe Rogan wasn't censored. Neil Young wasn't trying to censor Joe Rogan. Nope. Joni Mitchell wasn't trying to. Artists don't have the power to censor anybody. Right. Exactly. If Joe Rogan got kicked off of Spotify, he would still be allowed to push whatever lies his guests want to push. Mm -hmm. And there've been a lot, and, and Joe's always been nice too. But I mean, if you don't believe, if you don't believe that the 200 million Americans who got vaccinated did it because they're hypnotized, if you don't believe everyone who got the jab is hypnotized, then you stand with Neil Young too. Right. And if, if my art gal, if I have my art in an art gallery and they have, let's just say, I don't know, uh, a Nazi painter. I heard that some Nazis have been into that, that field of art. A couple were, um, yes. Yeah. <laughs> a couple were. Prominent. And by the way, if Hitler's paintings had sold better, God knows how different the world would Thank be. Thank you. But uh, if I pull my art out of the gallery because I don't want it there with a Nazi, I'm not censoring. And if the gallery decides to not carry the Nazi art, in their private space, mm -hmm. uh, they are not censoring. Right. Nazi artists can go anywhere they want to hang their work. Um, it, it, it's amazing. I know that the right wing only has white grievance and victimhood because right. they have nothing to offer non-millionaires. But man, it, it, it's it's just incredible that uh, th there's no censorship going on, but right wing people don't know what words mean, whether it's constitutional mm -hmm. or fascist or socialist and now censorship. And it's almost as if they take advantage of the ignorance of lots of other white people, isn't it? It is. And the, somebody pointed out, I forget, and I, I apologize to the person, that Joe Rogan is paid by Spotify. And if your music is up there like Neil Young's or Joni Mitchell's or whomever, and they're making money off of Neil Young's music, part of that money is going to Joe Rogan. So Neil Young doesn't want to pay Joe Rogan's salary. Exactly. Exactly. Look, I mean, this is what I say to all these all these people. I've been doing it all week on my show on SiriusXM every night when they call up angry about the censorship of Joe Rogan. And I'm just like, why do you guys hate capitalism? Mm -hmm. What is your problem with the free market? Exactly. This is how the free market works. If you want to know what censorship is, that's what Donald Trump's White House did to the National Park Service. Exactly. When they cut off their social media and wouldn't let them tweet facts about science. That's government censorship. This other stuff is the free market working itself out. And look, God bless Whoopi. Let's be honest. Every couple of years, Whoopi says something god awful. It, and yeah, it, has it was to awful, be yeah. Through, and she always apologizes. She always feels bad. And I know she'll learn from this, but I mean, come on. You know, it's like we, we have to learn to appreciate um, we have to learn to appreciate the Holocaust and not just use it as a political talking right. point. I agree. And I by agree. the way, people people who people who exploit the Holocaust for political talking points are worse than Nazis. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crow portrays an ex-homicide detective, unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs. Now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. We do have some good news, though, on the... Um, uh 
vaccination front, Joe Rogan. Um, the CD says boosted people are 97 times less likely. This is huge. Mm-hmm. Less likely yeah. to die from COVID than the unvaccinated. That is a huge number that is a brand new statistic. Yes. That they're able to look at and go, wow. Yeah. Um, uh, I'm going to do my own research first, Jody. Yes, you I'm should. I'm going to do my own research. Use, yeah. use Google. Facebook there. is great, I hear. Facebook is, is yeah, Facebook's really There's a lot good. of information. Telegram. You know what? A, a, a guy I really respect posted something that I'm going to look up and bring back to you later. Oh, yeah. please do. Yeah, Telegram is another great space to go and get really, <laughs> really good information. Um, I highly recommend uh, Telegram. Can you believe that the only people fighting for these right-wing lives are liberals? I know. We are the only ones who care if these people live or die. That's where it's at right now. I know, and 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 I virtue signal because I wear masks. Um, yeah. Oh, I know. Virtue signaling. They always find a way. Every generation, they find a way to, to disparage and smear basic kindness. Yeah. When I was a kid, they would say bleeding heart liberal, mm-hmm. or they'd say politically correct, mm-hmm. or social justice warrior, mm-hmm. or virtue signaling. No, that's actually virtue doing. That's being a patriot. That's being pro-life. Mm-hmm. I care about you enough that I'm going to protect you potentially from me. Mm-hmm. That's how empathy works. And again, like we are, we are fighting for the people who are uh, afraid of us. But this is the Joe Rogan thing all over again. Yeah. It's like the ignorance works and Fox has realized they don't care if a few hundred thousand more of their viewers die off. And the Republican Party realizes they don't care if a few hundred thousand of their own voters die off because they now know they don't need voters to win elections anymore in certain states. Well, I think that the, they're missing the point that a third of the people that get COVID get long haul COVID. So those people might be alive that would vote for them, but they can't get to the polls because of long COVID. And they're not yeah. thinking that's a lot of people. I mean, I've yeah, said it's this. too bad they got rid of all those drop off boxes for disabled people or the early early registration or mail voting. Anyone who says they believe in natural immunity ha- knows nothing about long haul COVID. And the media's greatest sin in all of this is their lack of focus on long haul COVID. Because yeah. science doesn't even, un- just as science doesn't understand how some people uh, with long haul COVID got better when they got their vaccination, mm-hmm. we don't know anything about long haul COVID, why some people get it, and why some people have certain organs affected the way they do. It's truly scary. And to me, the scariest thing about this whole pandemic still is that the lack of media coverage about this factor that we don't understand. Yeah, a very good friend of mine, um, she's in her early 40s and she got COVID early on Mm -hmm. and she's still suffering from long COVID. She to the point where she needs in-home care. Her husband couldn't and daughter couldn't completely take care of her because he's got to go to work because her daughter's got to go to school. And at times she's on a walker. This is a 40-something-year-old person who otherwise was healthy prior mm-hmm. to this. And the COVID mm-hmm. brought out an underlying condition she didn't even know she had that might have shown up in her 80s. And it's here now. And wow. so, I mean, it's over It's over a year that she's had, like a year and a half now that she's been suffering with this. To the point where she some, her um, core was hurting so much mm-hmm. from just coughing. Yeah just coughing she thought and and she's she thought her ribs were broken at one point and they're like no it's just cough because it's so fast the miles per hour that it does and the force that it does in your body that it's it's damn they had to give her uh yeah. muscle relaxers just so she could mm-hmm. relax for a second because her body was just constantly in flux you know so sad. it is I mean, it's terrible I mean- Long-haul COVID and new variants are the two reasons why you cannot trust the whole concept of natural immunity from this thing. Although in fairness to the Republican Party, if I had to hang out with Rudy Giuliani so much, I might want to lose my sense of smell for several months, too. (laughs) Very, very, very fair. I liked what you said about Giuliani because I did make this 
uh, analogy. <laughs> Unconfirmed reports state that Rudy Giuliani pinned a horrified Robin Thicke down while chanting, I know you want it. I know you <laughs> I know you want the rape joke. That was very nice. Very nice. When, oh, well, uh, let's be honest. Robin Thicke ripped off Margaret Bengay to make a rape joke. So, you know, <laughs> very, very If true. there's one thing, if there's one thing that we've learned, you don't piss off the family members of Marvin Gaye. Right. Okay? Very, very true. I mean, of all the people whose family you don't want to annoy, it's that <laughs> man's family. So, well, John. Thick. But again, when Robin Thicke is your moral leader, you know that the company Yes, is exactly. <laughs> exactly. When he's storming off the stage. Yeah. Exactly. So, John, is there I think any- that was all staged, by the way. I think Fox is playing all of us, and I think all that stuff about Rudy and leaking that that yeah. Robin and, and Ken walked out, it was all just to get people to watch this thing when it airs. Of course. I'm not going to watch it anyway, but just because I never watched that show, so there's that. I mean, that show has now become to me to be like one of the harbingers of the apocalypse, honestly. It was almost two years ago, March 12, 2020, the night Donald Trump gave his presidential address from the Oval Office yep. and lied that COVID treatment would be covered by the government. Yeah. The same time Sarah Palin was on The Masked Singer live. The same time. A politician turned reality star and a reality star turned politician, both on TV. I'm like, holy crap, there's going to be a plague. I knew it. There were were some horsemen on their way. Yes. Oh, (laughs) where are the frogs? Bring bring the (laughs) locals. Exactly, exactly. Well, John, what are you guys doing tonight on your show? Tonight on the show, mm-hmm. Tears for Fears. Awesome! Oh. Really exciting. We taped the interview a couple days ago. Uh, Roland and Kurt have a great, gr- really, really good new record called The Tipping Point. I recommend it highly. They do so many different sounds. Yeah. And it's a really interesting conversation. We go to some really heavy areas, and that's going to be tonight. Uh, but it's funny, I promise. Okay. And also, we have a new episode of Caffeinated Up on uh, Political Voices Network on uh, the YouTube. Mm-hmm. And this one's uh, uh, like a, an extrapolation of a little video I did for one of the sexy liberal tours. It's Matt Gates's talk show in prison. It's his own <laughs> podcast behind bars. Um, I play Matt Gates, and I really think, I don't want to brag, but I think my performance nailed all the subtleties of Matt's personality. <laughs> and I hope you'll watch it. It's on my Twitter right now. I'm going to retweet it. Nice. Uh, and uh, and please please, it's only three minutes long, and it really is my tribute to uh, Matt Gates's life in prison. So oh, please I look for forward that. to yeah. watching. As a part that. of the Political Voices Network, which uh, Stephanie Miller is a Absolutely. part of too, we we put little uh, tidbits of of the show up there too. Beautiful, so, beautiful. Yeah. Well, thank I have you. No idea. Yeah. Yes. Well, thank you, John. We miss you. Come visit when you can. I'm going to be. I was hoping. That, I was actually hoping to be in L.A. today. Uh, but I'll probably be there later on in the month. And Jody, I'm going to drag you onto my show whenever I can get you to stay up late. Yeah, I know. I go to bed early. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I'll take a nap. Just let me know. It's not as late when you tape it here, though. That's, That's true. very true. It's earlier here if you tape it here. So, all right. Thank I was you. Trying jo- to get jo- I was trying to get Jody to come on tonight's show. I was like writing her last night saying, you want to come on tomorrow night? We'll do two shows <laughs> together. I'm like, oh, wait. It's 7 p.m. She's probably in bed by now. Exactly, exactly. Like the hell for stuff. Yeah. All right. Well, bye, John. Thank Thanks, you. Thanks, John. Thanks, John. Have a great weekend, Moose. Peace. Bye. bye.